I watched the Tinder swindler on Netflix and I learned something. One of the women said something very profound on this tale of how they were deceived out of hundreds of thousands of dollars falling in love with a guy who actually was defrauding them. The woman said that some people charge your battery and it seems like other people kind of drain your battery. If you think of life like that, wow, she put it into perspective for me that way. I think it's really neat to imagine your entire day as your battery, right? And some people are constantly draining you and some are recharging you. This week's pep talk is all about making sure you're aware of the aura and the atmosphere around you so that way you can make sure that your battery is always charged the best it can be. If something is draining you but you have to do it, make sure you only give it a certain amount of time. Like, for example, like work, right? You are being drained at work because that's definitely not your favorite place to be. But when you accept overtime... I mean, yeah, of course, you're trying to obtain more money and stuff, but like you're draining yourself and your battery by doing that. It's just important to be aware of something so simple. Thanks for listening and being here every single week. You can check out peptalks.com for a series of all of the episodes and anywhere you hear podcasts. I'll post a new one again Fridays at 5 p.m. My name, Pebs. You might get that from Pebbles from Jamma 1077. That's where it came from, the name. You know, I wish I get asked this all the time. I wish I had a cool story. Where does Pebbles come from? The cool story is it was basically the make or break for me to be on air. (laughs) So I was young and said, hell yeah, whatever it takes, baby, I'll do it. And so Pebbles was cute and bubbly and fun and easy to remember. And you know what? I think Pebbles, you know, once you get to know her, you really get to know Pebs. And that's where Pebs comes from. And, you know, being a pep talk every week, that's how you can remember pep talk. Because it's a pep talk, but with pebs. Anyway, I appreciate you being here. And I really enjoy every single week, you know, sharing not only my life, but kind of the thoughts like going through my head. This past week, I had the opportunity to have my battery recharged in a way. I got to speak with a good friend, Danielle Costa, and I will be interviewing her coming up next week. And her and I were discussing basically ways that we can improve, things that we've done in the past that we can relate to one another. And it felt so good to talk to somebody that just kind of gets it and vibes on the same wavelength. And actually, this happened twice this week, too. I got to hang out with two bad bitches, and we got to have this sort of, like, awesome vibe. I'll let you Brittany actually coming up in just a few minutes. So what a lucky duck I am. I actually have two ladies um, that... Just this week, I had this experience with, but it's super special, don't you think, that to have a relationship like that, it it doesn't come very often, and I was kind of thinking about why that is. I think it comes from the same place as the feeling of temporary. Like I was saying last week, it's so special because it's temporary. Well, that's not what I mean about our friendship. I think it's special because it only happens every once in a while. And if these sorts of friendships were 
to come by all the time, then what would make them so special, right? Same sort of theory here with Danielle. I love that her and I connect, and every time we do too, it's not like every week and I'm not texting her every day, but we can connect on a few different levels. We're both female professionals. We are both in the industry of speaking into microphones. We're roughly the same age and have very similar interests. And we're actually thinking about, well, I don't want to give away any details or anything like that, but I'll be on her podcast coming up called Back to Basics Podcast with Danielle Costa. Check it out and support local as well as Pep Talks Podcast. You know, we all have to hang out and stick together. More female empowerment and good stuff. And it just made me realize, reflecting back on our conversation just a few days ago, what a recharge that was for me to not only continue podcasting like I know I'm going to, but just give me more ideas and to inspire me to know that I'm not alone in certain things, to feel that camaraderie, you know, and to know that female friends are a beautiful thing. And I hope also this next generation behind me realizes that. I think they see it a little bit more so than maybe the millennial generation. I always felt like I grew up like in competition with other women. And that's not a good vibe, you know, that would constantly drain me. Anytime I was around somebody, I felt like, you know, I had to like compete with them or something. That's draining. And now I feel like all of these friendships that I have are beneficial on so many levels. They just fill my heart with so much joy. And I hope that I can do the same in return for other people and for them. So with that, I think it's a perfect tie-in, too, to Galentine's Day. This upcoming week, I want to celebrate February 13th, a.k.a. Galentine's Day, where you hang out with all the group of ladies. It's the day before the day of love, you know? You got to spread some cheer to the lady friends. We're going to go ice skating together. So if you'd like to join us at Foxwoods in the afternoon before the big game, come on out. I think we're going to have a really great time together. Foxwoods ice skating on Sunday, like right in the afternoon. Something else special happened this week, too. And I'm realizing how extremely blessed I am to have multiple women in my life who aren't like in my inner family and I haven't known for decades, but that I still can trust and confide in and really get my battery recharged with. And I hope they feel the same as well. Brittany is a professional photographer that I met a year ago. We'll get into all the specifics. And I really just want her to kind of speak for herself in this awesome interview. Decided to make this one not a tiny interview because I think what she does really falls in line with the whole premise of Peb Talks podcast. And I wanted that to really shine through and for you to be able to hear it. Mad props to her. This one's super entertaining. Take a listen. So I'm interviewing my good friend, Brittany. We actually met, I would say, a year ago, almost exactly. Uh, She hit me up, I believe. I could be wrong. Am I wrong, Brittany? So I think you followed me on Instagram, and then I immediately messaged you like, oh my God, this famous person is following me on Instagram, and I got real excited. Oh my God. I'm really <laughs> flattered. So what happened after that was we got together and you offered me 
uh, an experience that I had never had before, like where I could kind of get naked a little bit and take some sexy pictures. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about like what you do and everything. But of course, uh, first and foremost, what I start with all of my interviewers here on Pep Talks podcast, I got to know because it's like a local podcast. Where are you from? Okay. So I am from here. Um, I was born and raised in Connecticut. Um, actually, where my studio is located, uh, Baltic, is my hometown. Sweet. So that's where I grew up. And that's where you grew up? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's awesome. What's your favorite part about Eastern Connecticut? I don't know if it's just Eastern Connecticut, but I do love um, just New England in general because I love all four of the seasons. Nice. Um, I do love being close to the ocean. That is my favorite thing ever. Um, I love to hang out at the beach every summer Sweet. and, you know, into fall. <laughs> so how would you describe yourself? Um, nervous and, uh, (laughs) nervous, but brave, nervous, but brave. Um, maybe a little bit reckless. Um, I take all the risks and then I hope for the best and I kind of just try to make things work, you know, the best that I can. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so what do you do? Um, okay. So I am a photographer, a boudoir photographer. Um, for someone who doesn't know what boudoir is. So I guess um, by definition, boudoir is a woman's bedroom, but I take it a little bit more than that, um, and I kind of mold it into my own category. So I empower women, um, and I encourage them to kind of just love themselves and embrace the body that they're in currently. 100%. You did that for me. Uh, why do you decide that, you know, this is the thing that you want to do? I know you and I have had conversations before, and that's why I really wanted to ask you that. So I have a loud voice. And as a woman living in a world that constantly tells us that we're not good enough, we need more voices kind of screaming against that. Totally agree. Uh, totally agree. I had my own boudoir experience um, maybe two years ago. Maybe a little over that. Um, And the photographer was a great photographer. She's an amazing photographer. Um, But she didn't know how to um, work with more plus size women. And I wanted to make sure that I was a safe place for all types of women. And they didn't kind of feel, you know, left out like I kind of did during that session. So that's kind of why I started boudoir in general (laughs) all inclusive yes all inclusive so is could anyone get a boudoir photo shoot anyone anyone um I've even talked to like men I do I would rather work with women but I have had men in my studio as well so that's interesting to know (laughs) how does that make you feel I know you you said interested but like (laughs) that that's got to be um you gotta be like kind of like putting yourself out there a little bit and you're showing them your space in your studio too right yeah yeah um it's a little bit it's a little scary I think in general just um being a female you know with a male in an intimate like environment like that um I do always have you know my husband home you know when that kind of thing happens I have like couples that come in um and then just like solo men that come in my husband's always you know, there just in case. Right. You know, um, because you want to feel comfortable, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for state. sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, for my comfort, for their comfort and just like safety in general. Right. So, so how did you get to this point where you could photograph not only like women, but also men, too? And like you're at this like point in your career where you have so many followers <laughs> and and you have this business behind you. You know what I mean? So how did you get here? Yeah. Uh, 
I still don't know. I still have no idea. You know, one minute I was, you know, miserable working in this toxic environment. You know, the next moment I have women crying and thanking me and, you know, for changing their lives. And, you know, I'm just having a good time. You know, I'm just doing what I love. Um, So I, you know, I really don't know. I put everything I have into my business. And sometimes, you know, I get to points where I want to give up. But I don't. (laughs) And I keep pushing forward. Was there ever a point where you felt in your life like things were changing and kind of like setting you up for where you're at right now? Um, I think uh, when I first gave when I gave birth to my first daughter, um, I kind of started to notice like the problems and stuff in the world. Um, And it kind of changed my viewpoint a lot, especially having a daughter and it it kind of like slowly changed my mind about what was going on around me and what I wanted to kind of do with my life. Um, I wanted to give her a good role model and someone that, you know, she could look up to that, you know, didn't conform to, you know, what society says is, is normal and what, um, you know, that society kind of expects, you know, women to do. Um, So that's kind of, you know, where my life started, like, molding into somebody that is there to empower people and make sure, you know, that society knows that we're coming and (laughs) we're changing things. So I know I didn't prep you for this, but what (laughs) advice would you give your daughter, I guess, like on a large scale? Because you said she was a main reason for you to kind of switch things up, but maybe not just your daughter, but your all of your children. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have actually two daughters and a son. And (laughs) it's funny you say that because every day before my daughter goes to school, I tell her, don't let boys be mean to you. And that is my biggest piece of advice. Um, and, and I know that it's not just it's not just boys, you know what I mean? It's course, not just men. Yeah. But yeah, I think that a lot of a lot of young women and um and and girls, women everywhere are just kind of suppressed. And mostly by, you know, men and and that kind of um patriarchy. And that's just what I tell her every morning, just don't let boys be mean to you and make sure you say what's on your mind. I love that. <laughs> For sure. A beautiful thing for her to know. Uh, Your most memorable photo shoot. I know you've done (laughs) quite a few. So is there anything that stands out for you? So I have so many, you know, memorable moments and just amazing photo shoots. I've gotten to work with so many amazing women, but maybe one that I will never forget. So last summer I was shooting at the super cute waterfall where I, you know, I used to play when I was a kid. I used to go there all the time. And we were, you know, doing the photo shoot and this old man that lives like close by, he just came out and he started heckling us the whole time. Um, He was like watching. He was like yelling at us. I mean, not good things. He was just like telling us that we couldn't be where we were. And it was just like a public like waterfall. And thank goodness my client was, you know, she was such a baddie and she just like paid him no mind. Um, but now I'm on the hunt for a new waterfall. Okay. So <laughs> if anybody has any suggestions. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it was absolutely ridiculous. So probably being in public, I guess, kind of like threw that off. Yeah, slightly. yeah, for sure. And it was, you know, it's it's on this back road like nobody's ever around. Yeah. And this guy was just like 
beeline for us. He was like, no way. No way. You guys are not doing this. You cannot have fun or empower yourself at all. Exactly. Side note, we finished the photo shoot and it was amazing. Or I think I'm pretty sure I saw those photos. <laughs> yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. Um, tell everybody really quick about your group that you have over on Facebook oh, yes, and how I VIP saw those group. pictures. Um, my VIP group, it's um, ladies only. It's on Facebook. It's called um, Booty Calls by Brittany VIP group. Um, we just hit a thousand members, which Yay! is super, super exciting. Congratulations. Um, if anybody wants to, you know, get in on, you know, the inside scoop, see some photo shoots that maybe we don't share completely publicly, um, go ahead and join that. Um, just search for me, Booty Calls, B-O-U-I-B-O-U-D-I-E <laughs> Calls by Brittany. Um yeah. And I really like that group. Yeah. It's just a bunch of women. We all like hype each other up. Yeah. Nobody starts any drama. No. It's a super great group. It's just like positivity is leaking out of it. Yes. And it comes into your normal <laughs> Facebook timeline. Yeah. And you just see these like positive posts and it's actually made Facebook like a more warm place, Aww, like a more accepting thank you. place. So no, seriously. That you was my goal. So <laughs> join the group, the VIP group, and I'll even put it on my Facebook on the Pep Talks page. So that way you can like just grab the link right there. Aww, That's, thank I, you. Can do that, right? Yeah, Facebook. absolutely. Um, so another question I wanted to ask you kind of ties into the last one a little bit, the most memorable photo shoot. Maybe you feel felt a little panicked when that guy came over, but oh just in life <laughs> in general, often on pep talks, I try to help people by giving them like little tidbits of like info and advice on how I've dealt with things mm -hmm. in the past. So whenever you feel like panicked or maybe even uncomfortable too, like, what is it that you do to help yourself? So I tell myself, um, Relax, Brittany. Relax. You know, take a deep breath. I like to sometimes close my eyes and just kind of like chill. <laughs> um, I do like to tell myself that the universe doesn't give me anything that I can't handle. So that's been very helpful. But mostly I just panic until it happens. And then I just go with it. <laughs> and then you just ride with it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, just that's ride all you can it. do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, some lighter questions. Who is your biggest support? <sighs> So I I have a lot of people in my life that, you know, really support me. And I am so appreciative for every single one of them. But I do have to give a big shout out to my husband. Mike has been, you know, my rock through every single, you know, phase of my life. He's been 100 percent in my corner for everything, all the crazy ideas that I come up with. And he's just 100 percent on board, no matter how you know, crazy or ridiculous it is. Yeah. He's just like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. It's got to be something to have a spouse um, who's supportive of like taking sexy pictures like that and kind of like, what he was, was his reaction? He was a little, he was a little eh yeah. at first. And I think that a lot of people are because they don't really understand what boudoir is. And um, even like my mother-in-law was like, you know, are you going to shoot pornography? And that is not what we do. That is not what what I do. Yeah. Um, but he was very, you know, hesitant at first. And as I kind of explained it more, he was like, okay, like that's that's awesome. That's right in line with like your life's purpose. We're going to do this. Yeah, talk and, about support. <laughs> yeah, and he even <laughs> had us, he even suggested we move out of our master bedroom and into a smaller room so that I could make my master bedroom 
my studio. So and <laughs> sacrifices. I've been in it. <laughs> yes. That master bedroom is sick. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. It's huge. Yeah. It is gorgeous. <laughs> you really need to see. Um, you can actually tell like probably on your Instagram and in the Facebook group as well because there's so many different angles and like different um, like parts of the room, different mm-hmm. atmospheres that you're able to create because it's an, a really big space. Yeah. A lot of people are really surprised when they walk into my yeah. studio and it's like a whole ass studio. So <laughs> it's yeah. not just like it, it, like you said, like I didn't know boudoir meant woman's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting because you walk into what seems like six different women's bedrooms. Yes. When you go <laughs> yes. <yours. laughs> um, all right. Fill in the blank for me. Someone who knows me knows I love art. So I've been... I've been a little artist like my entire life. When I was a little kid, I would carry around a sketchbook and I would draw all the time. And I was probably like one of those weird kids that sat like in the corner and just like drew like random stuff. Actually, before photography, my first love was painting. um, And I still have like a ton of my paintings just hanging up in my house. I hate all of them. But my husband is like, no, they're beautiful and they're part of you. So we just have them hanging up in the hallway where I can't see them all the time. But I still love them, and I still paint sometimes. But nice. now, you know, photography takes over my whole life, which is fine. <laughs> so do you, like, now in all of your frames instead of paintings, it's just, like, photos? Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not weird. I don't have, like, any of my clients' photos. But I do, okay. Okay. <laughs> I do have, like, my photos and, you know, random photos of my kids. Um, I don't love taking photos of them because they don't listen to me. But I do have a lot of photos of them. <laughs> we'll get there yeah, eventually. Yeah. Right? In what ways do you see yourself improving over the next year? So I do have a ton of ideas up my sleeve for this year that I, you know, I have plans. That's exciting. Um, But I do plan to focus more on, you know, taking more chances, putting myself out there and kind of just improving my overall experience that, you know, I offer to everybody. And what's the best thing about you, Brittany? Okay. Um, this is kind of a hard uh, a hard question. Maybe that I'm strong-willed, which could arguably be, you know, the best and the worst thing about me. Um, but when I'm set on something, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And I, I make it happen. And you make it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's a great quality to have. Do you have things that you care about outside of the obvious, probably like family and photography and things like that? Like, like an example? Um, <laughs> maybe like a dog or do you have like, hmm, do you really like to go shopping? I mean, I do like to shop and I spend a lot of money, um, but <laughs> I have I have dogs. I have three dogs that I love. I have um, seven chickens that are also pretty fun. Um, I do like to garden. Oh, I okay. have I have a very big garden in my yard. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, actually, I do. You know, with the chickens, because you have chickens, right? I do have chickens. Yeah. Yes, I have chickens. Um, and I have a big garden. I grow lots of uh, just like normal things, like tomatoes and cucumbers, peppers, and stuff like that. Um, but I really do like to garden. So <laughs> you even did a boudoir shoot in a greenhouse. Yeah, I actually have a greenhouse. <laughs> my bo- my booty bungalow actually is that coming is- back. From- yeah. For the spring? Yeah, and it's okay. going to be even better than last year. So. <gasps> Ooh, I want in on that for sure. Um, this one I didn't ask you, but one would you rather question. Okay. Would you rather win a $5,000 shopping spree to any store? Or would you rather win a 10-day free vacation to any destination? Oh, 10-day free vacation. You didn't even have to think about that I one. didn't even need to think about that. Why? To any destination? 
10 days do I have to bring my kids? <laughs> no, no. That's on you. Whatever you want to do. They can come. They can stay. No, absolutely. I mean, my husband would probably pick. I don't know. It depends. If, if we don't have to bring our kids and we're going on that vacation. 10 so days? that's the next question is yeah. where on vacation? Oh, God. Um, we've actually been talking about going to um, Iceland. Iceland. I want to go there so bad. It looks really? so beautiful. Yes. Well, it's I've so been, cold, right? I I think that it's not as cold as like Greenland. Yeah. Um, Is but, it Greenland the ice but, one? Yeah. I don't know. And Iceland's. I, the, the yeah. Greenland. It was like some mix up thing to to keep people away. But uh, it's beautiful. They have like hot springs and like you know hot springs. She's <laughs> gonna be hanging out in the hot spring. That's cool. No, it looks really fun. So All right. nice. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, doing an, a little interview and hopping on Peb Talks and taking pictures of me and everything else that you've ever provided. I totally appreciate you. Aww, so. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Let's uh, do it again. We'll schedule another time. We'll have you come back on Peb Talks when I have like my actual like home studio all set up. Yes, let's do it. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm going to be redoing my entire walk-in closet slash studio slash office. This is wild. I was hoping to have it all done in a short period of time, but I really want to stay within budget and do it right. So for the time being, I'm kind of just in chaos. Have you ever done that? Like moved furniture out of a room with the full intention to like move it right back after painting after a few hours? Yeah, that, that didn't happen. It normally doesn't for me. And uh, so I'm in a predicament now where basically my my life is, is kind of all over the place. It's, it's spread out. My vanity is in my bedroom and I'm not used to that. And I have two different desks currently in the room I'm standing right now recording this. It's just a lot. And I can't wait to finally have a space where I can invite guests to come up in my own home. I know in my own space and and have them right here. And I think it's a neat little space. I can look out this beautiful window behind me and see the Thames River. It's amazing. I should post some pictures so you can see exactly what I'm talking about, how everything is all over the place. And not everybody has it all together. I definitely don't. Sometimes I need that reminder, and I love it when like other people show the rawness of real life. At peb.talks on Instagram, if I get brave, maybe I'll throw some photos up over there. If you need a host, hey, keep me in mind. It's Peb's not only on the radio, not only on a podcast, but also I can be a host for your trivia night, for your bingo. I have an upcoming gig at the Stonington Country Club that's going to be happening pretty soon. So if you need a host, I'm your girl. You can always hire me by emailing me and find out all of the rates and details at pebtalks.com right on my website. It's super easy to find it right there, pebtalks.com. Yeah, have me as a host. I'd be more than happy to bring the energy and to have a lot of fun with whatever it is that you plan on having in 2022 and beyond. So let me know. Drop me a DM and let's work together. Some things you might have missed us discussing on the radio this past week. The top three TV shows of all time. They were actually ranked in a survey by YouTube TV. 
So think about that. The top three TV shows of all time. What do you think they are? I'll tell you in just a few minutes. First, today, one of the days of the year where a lot of people drop their New Year's resolution. It typically happens right around February 10th. The 41st day of the year, and it's because people just start lacking that motivation. I think it's because people stop talking about it so much. And then also now that it's a whole new month, you know what I mean? And if your consistency hasn't been there the entire time, I, yeah, I can see that happening. I think I'm still doing pretty good with my New Year's resolution. It's not even really a forced thing at all. And I realize that I do it more now because I think about trying to do it more. But again, I don't force it giving a compliment to somebody every day. At least one compliment that's real and authentic and genuine. Make sure that I tell a person, even a complete stranger. It's better, actually, I think, if it's a complete stranger because it takes a little bit more bravery on my part. Valentine's Day is this upcoming week, and a poll found the top gifts that women want for Valentine's Day include flowers and jewelry. Meanwhile, for men, they mainly want... You know, sex. And then nothing came in the top five as well for them. <laughs> nothing. Really? Here's a good no zero day additional bonus pep talk for you. If you don't have time for exercise, but you do have three seconds, researchers in Australia and Japan found that lifting weights for just three seconds a day can improve your muscle strength. And actually, listen to this. One max effort bicep curl a day. So, you know, like the kind when you're carrying the groceries in, like 10 bags in one hand, that can lead to a 10% increase in muscle strength in just one month. That's really great. Just three seconds a day, every day, consistency. This is what I mean about no zero days. When I say that, I mean every day you have to do something, no matter how tiny and what seemingly is insignificant. But if you did one thing to work towards your goal or a better life every day, you're going to get a better life. Slowly but surely, that's your priority and that's like your building block every day. One additional thing. Those one things add up. If you saved $1 a day, every single day, you'd have $365 at the end of the year. Those things add up. That's a silly example, I think. (laughs) But still, if you don't have time for exercise, but you have three seconds, you can actually have a 10% increase in muscle strength in just one month by doing one max effort bicep curl a day. So what are the top three TV shows of all time, according to a survey by YouTube TV? Coming in third was Game of Thrones. Seinfeld was number two. And then Friends was number one. You know, I definitely, I'm biased. And I think maybe it couldn't be the top three TV shows of all time because it's not like generational yet. But The Office... I think like the older generation isn't so much into it, but, you know, I could be wrong. I I think maybe that's why it didn't fit in the top three. The Office for me would have to be in the top three. What is your top TV show of all time? Question of the week. Celebrity news and some popular headlines, some pop talk. Did I just come up with that on pep talks? (gasps) Pop talk. I think that's kind of I think I'm going to roll with that. Betty White, uh, a casting director from the Golden Girls, is coming out and saying that she wasn't maybe so much loved on the set. And that at some point she even picked on one of the ladies because she couldn't really remember her lines so much. And so Betty would like poke fun at that. 
Well, I'm like, she can't affect, like help her age. That's, you know, oh, man. But at the same time, like, rest in peace, Betty White. I'm sure not everybody likes everybody, you know? Snoop Dogg being accused of sexual assault. Back in 2013, uh, she, the woman, uh, Jane Doe, is also going to be suing Snoop Dogg's business partner as well, saying, like, he was a part of the whole situation. This comes right before, you know, the Super Bowl and everything. Snoop Dogg already responded saying it's gold digger season. Snoop Dogg also in the news because he officially became the owner of Death Row Records, which is actually the label that launched his career in 93. So that's kind of interesting. If you're a fan of Futurama, 20 new episodes are going to be coming to Hulu next year. And the original creators returned. So they have the original, the majority of the original voice cast, I should say. Bender is the only one, the voice of the robot, who's still like up in the air on whether they're coming back. The Olympics are kind of chaotic. I'm hearing a lot of like just negative stuff. I'm not sure if that's just what's being pushed, but it seems like the athletes not too happy with their meals. They're getting like the same meals every meal, every single day. That is not cool. And they're athletes. Shouldn't they be like eating the best of the best stuff? And then with COVID quarantine, it's seeming that a lot of the athletes are saying things like, I cry every day and my heart can't take it, that it's that bad. I did some research, too. It's not nuclear reactors. They're actually, it's like part of a uh, shutdown steel mill in China that they're hosting this giant ski event like right next to the nuclear reactor. It's really dystopian looking, honestly, when they do the pullback from the camera. But at the same time, like some of the pictures are interesting. At best, like what? One of the gold medalists in snowboarding, she during a press conference said that she was hungry and asked for snacks. This like these poor athletes. Meanwhile, in Music World and Canto, that soundtrack, if you think it's going anywhere, that We Don't Talk About Bruno song, it hit its fourth week being at number one on the Billboard 200. And there are currently eight songs on the Billboard Hot 100 this week for that movie. So, yeah, it's going to be around. Kanye posted pictures of Kim Kardashian still hoping to get her back, I guess. Meanwhile, he's in an open relationship with the actress Julia Fox. And she went on uh, and did an interview and gave some details about, I guess, how she doesn't mind that he's still kind of, you know, chasing her. That it's just human, you know, to want to go after somebody that you were with. But you got to think, isn't it kind of like a little disrespectful, too? No. Hey, I'm not them. Bob Saget, if you missed it, he passed away from head trauma. His family said, quote, the authorities have concluded that he accidentally hit the back of his head on something, thought nothing of it, and then went to sleep. No drugs or alcohol were involved. True story. A few years back, my brother got into a car accident where everything seemingly was fine and he went back to work. But he, I guess, started throwing up when he was at work and knew instantly that he's in the medical field, he needs to go to a hospital right away. And thank goodness he did and that everything, and we thank our lucky angels to this day because if he hadn't gone to the hospital, there was a slow bleed in his head. And sometimes there's just no way of knowing that. Too close to home with this Bob Saget story, and this is just 
got to hurt so much for the family as well. Rest in peace to the late comedian. And have you ever seen a brawl on bowling alley lanes? Like, right on the lanes. Rapper DaBaby and his crew, they got into a really, like, serious kind of, like, scuff up right on the bowling alley lanes. He's been banned, obviously, from the place. And uh, it looked uh, weird. Everyone's slipping around and stuff. Very odd that it ended up in that location. Like, why wouldn't you bring it in the opposite direction, like, more unstable ground, you know, not... Like you're actually trying to push the person into bowling pins. Hopefully this episode recharged your battery just a little bit, maybe just for a few minutes here. Every Friday at 5 p.m. you can listen to a new episode of Pep Talks Podcast. Try and be aware of everything around you and how you are more in control than you think, not only of your emotion and your reaction to things, but also you have so much input on what your future is going to be by what you do every single day. No zero days. Do something today. Praise yourself for it. No negative self-talk. And every single week, a new pep talk. Thank you to Brittany. And next week, I will have the interview with Danielle. We're going to keep going, spreading the love. And if you have maybe an idea for a podcast interview, a tiny interview, I'm going to keep booking them with the expectation that my home studio will be done, hopefully by the end of March. Fingers crossed. But a new episode, though, still being produced every Friday, 5 p.m. And make sure you're following at peb.talks on Instagram. Thank you so much. I love you. Whoa.